Welcome to the MLS Leadership Show. I'm Myrna Selsler, and I'm the host of the show and founder of the Million Dollar Broker Program, building momentum and leverage in a real estate brokerage. Over the past decades, I've been a broker owner of two successful real estate offices in two very different marketplaces. We work with real estate brokers to overcome the barriers that prevent them from achieving a million dollar net to them business. We help brokers reduce turnover, improve productivity, and have predictable sales growth. We're always on the lookout for talented brokers willing to share their secret sauce in running a successful brokerage. Stick around to the end of the show and you'll find out how you can be our next guest and share your unique message about how you lead your brokerage. Welcome to the inaugural episode. This is episode one of the MLS Leadership Show. And Myrna Selsler, uh, this is your baby. I'm just here to facilitate this. Uh, yes. But uh, thank you so much, number one, uh, for doing episode one here. Uh, but number two, for creating this podcast uh, and creating this platform uh, where we can celebrate great leaders in the space. Well, yes. maybe I guess the best way to begin is maybe introduce a little bit about your background, kind of what you do. I mean, you've been in real estate leadership for 20 plus years. Yeah. You've seen a yeah. few things. You've done a few things. Um, yeah. Go ahead and give us the 411 on your on your work. Okay. Well, um, I started in real estate when I was 24 and yeah. started in commercial real estate, which was kind of crazy, but I did that. And then quickly within a couple of years, transitioned and started um, in an independent office, then bought a franchise a year later, had that for well over 10 years, moved to a completely different area, started managed a couple of real estate companies there, took a 10-year break because I thought, oh, I just needed to, because I was starting to pound my hip every time my phone went off because I was, you get so many calls in real estate. And then most recently I had, had another real estate company, which um, in six years, I four times the top line, 17 times the bottom line and took it from number 35, 36 in the country to number 15. And it just, it just rocked. It was a really good time. And it was such a wonderful experience to learn so much about leadership all along the way. And in my consulting practice for 10 years, I focused on leadership and communication. So it just all flowed in together so that now I've created the MLS Leadership Show, where I get to hear from people about all their best practices. And in addition, that flows into something called the Million Dollar Broker, where I work with managing brokers, brokers of record, people that own real estate companies, so that they can develop really strong organizations and um Make it make more money, but also have more fun running the business because it's a really tough business because it is so demanding. So, yeah, kind of fun. What do you think it is about real estate um, that that makes it unique from a management and leadership style for those who are running that team? Right. What what might they experience more often in that world that they might not in say a regular corporate leadership environment? Well, everybody is an independent contractor or something there, like another word for that sort of thing. We attract, the real estate industry attracts really, really entrepreneurial people who don't necessarily want to be managed. That's why they're in the business. And yet there's so many rules and regulations that we have to follow so that we don't end up in real estate jail that mm -hmm. um, it's, they still need some leadership. So it's it's interesting challenge because it's quite a lone wolf mentality within the real estate space, but yet they really thrive when they can work lone wolf within a team and within the pack, I guess, to carry that analogy further. So it's, it's pretty, it's an interesting challenge because 
you can't really fire anybody because if you fire them, they can just go knock at any real estate door and get another job. So you have to work collaboratively and figure out ways that you can offer the best value to them and have real clarity about what you can offer to their career and have it be a match for what they think they need for their career. Yeah. What was your own experience like kind of rising through the ranks? Obviously, I I think a lot of what we see in real estate too is very much a meritocracy. I mean, if you can perform and you can do the job well, you're going to gain the respect. And then Mm -hmm. at some point you say, okay, it's time for me to put, you know, my name on the side of the building. I, you know, am I, am I mischaracterizing that or how does it generally work? Oh, to a degree you are because most people, nobody wanted my job Uh (laughs) really because it, it, you're juggling so many people, so many different problems. Um, You don't get the fun relationships of um, working with clients and working with them for two, three, four months. And then that relationship ends and you, and you want move on to a new relationship. You have to establish much longer term relationships when you're working with your sales agents. So um, a few people want to leave and start their own brokerages, but typically they're right now in the past 10 years, they've been doing things like setting up teams. So they get to be a leader within a team, within a company. And that's changed that, that as well. Yeah. Um, And then, um, in terms of um, you know hiring and attracting and recruiting, right? Um, what are the kind of unique things that you've seen in that field as well? Again, I know you're dealing with folks that are all independent contractors. They're all independent. They're all business owners essentially. Yes. yes. So that's got to be fairly unique. But I would imagine that um, you know again, if you're looking to grow an office, that attracting top talent has got to be something that's, it's, it's a big priority. It's the number one priority because my business is the sales agents. My business is not the buyers and the sellers. My business is the sales agents. The clients of the sales agents are the buyers and the sellers. So I'm really clear about who my client is. And so I had to get really clear about what my offering was to the sales agents so that I could make it attractive to them to come and make them want to stay as well. So I got really, really clear about what my purpose was and what I would offer them. And before I disclose all that to them, though, I would find out what they were looking for to see if they had any ideas because I wanted to see if they were a fit. And if they were a fit, then I'd sell, you know talk to them about my secret sauce and how I could benefit their career and in fact, change their career, make them have an outstanding career. Yeah. Um, and so aside from recruiting or, or, you know, again, you know, bringing in top talent, what are some of the other say pain points or other concerns that you hear a lot um, from your position? Um, and again, I, I, well, we should probably say, so when you, you define what your position is, but what is, what is your work today and how do you work with real estate leaders? I work with them first and foremost, get real clarity about what their purpose is. What is their offering? And what I'm finding as I talk to leaders, given that they're all leaders of the same kind of company, same kind of business, it's remarkable the difference in philosophies that there is. And that's where you get that uniqueness so that you will attract a certain kind of person to your brokerage and be able to keep them at your brokerage because there are different offerings, there's different philosophies, there's different thought processes. And so the more clarity that a leader has about that, they'll attract the people that fit into that, into that, into that system. So I don't, and what's interesting from my perspective is I don't think many of these people think that they're that unique in what they think or what their offering is because they never investigate what anybody else's offerings are because that's not their job. 
so I found it so fascinating to be able to share with them. Like this is your, when I, as I listen to you describe about your business, this is your piece of uniqueness. Now, how are we going to hone into that and make that absolutely magnificent and completely attractive so that people that will work well with you come to you? So that's, that's where we start is with that. And then we start to build culture that reinforces that message that they have. Yeah. I was going to say culture has just got to be so important. And I don't know, Myrna, that, that culture is something that they teach you in real estate school. No, it, <laughs> Like how to, how to create an office or, you know, a team with great team culture. Yeah. And sadly, I don't know if it's sadly or not, but one of my beliefs is the fish stinks from the head. So it's so much about the leadership. So one of um, one of the things that I learned early on was something I called, and I think Tom Peters called this like a hundred years ago, was that management by wandering around. Is I would check in with my salespeople, like make a lap in the morning, make a lap in the afternoon, and talk with people. And what I found is when I talked to them and connected with them, we were able to build a relationship. And then beyond that, we were able to, they felt more free to come and ask me questions and find out about their challenges before their challenges turned into lawsuits. So that really, really changed things. It's more challenging now with COVID, but again, it's about staying connected in one way or another. And um, even now that since it's been almost four years since I sold my real estate company, I still stay connected with lots of my agents and go for coffee with them, chat with them. They Sometimes they call me to talk about things unrelated to real estate deals. But it's about keeping that connection because I think, I don't know if I've talked to you about this before, Josh, but I sort of view when you get a person into your office, it's like having a single thread. And if you don't um, do anything with that thread, it'll snap easily. But every time I help them with the problem, I add another thread. Every time I um, have a, a training session, it's another thread. And pretty soon I've built a rope. So it's really hard for them to leave. And then I got my my admin manager, my conveyancing manager, and my marketing manager to do the same sort of things. They'd start with a single thread to the real estate agent and then build on developing that relationship by adding more and more threads till we had a rope. And then suddenly like they're they can't go anywhere because they've got they're too tied. They're too committed and too involved with everybody's life and they know how much we support them in developing their careers. You know, I'm so grateful that that you've created this platform. And, and and I think reason being is because, you know, that adage that it's lonely at the top. A lot of times when we're just, you know, kind of doing our thing in our local market, you know, who do we network with? Well, do we really want to network with the competitor that's down the street? I don't know. Not maybe Yeah, that's not. a tough gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would yeah. agree because and one of the things that within the million dollar broker program, what we'll be setting up is a mastermind because people need to have a safe space to talk about and take good ideas and um, just evaluate them and maybe take a seed of an idea and add it to something else that you're doing. And it's also reinforcing. I recall a number of years ago, I went and I met with a fellow that on the other side of the country that had a brokerage similar size to me. And he had a completely different way of issuing out commissions. But when we crunched all the numbers, we were within like $5 of a salesperson in the way that we did our business. It was really crazy. And it really reinforced that we were both on the right track and I could flip to his system and my money situation would be stable and he could flip to mine and his would also be stable. So it was, it was very, very interesting. Yeah. So um, for uh, someone who is listening to uh, this show, um, what will they expect? Like, who will they hear from? You know, so for someone who's like, okay, uh, you know, it's like watching a TV show. I'm going to go back and listen to episode one. And that's what they're listening to right now. So we want to give them a preview of yeah. what they are going to hear in all of the episodes ahead. 
Well, they're going to hear from people that run real estate companies that have very different philosophies about what they do, very different offerings. And what I think the real benefit will be to go, oh, that's an interesting offering. I could add a piece of that to my brokerage and make my brokerage better because they are completely across the spectrum different from each other. And also, I'm hoping that they'll use those connections so that they will connect to, to for one one fellow that I'm going to be interviewing has desi- designed um, a way of developing, and it's working for him, online lead generation. And so they could connect with someone who's doing online lead generation and bring that back to their office. Because these are all hidden secrets, because people don't talk about that. Like you said, you don't go talk to your competitors in your own, your same town about it. But if we can talk to brokers hey, across North America. Can you imagine? Hey, uh, hey, what are you guys doing for lead gen? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, it just it just doesn't happen. So it's really interesting to be able to talk to people from different marketplaces. Like I, I've been fascinated as I've started to prep some of the people and hearing a little bit about their organizations. It's been really, really and fascinating and diverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for someone who's listening to this and they're like, "Man, I mean, I love hearing from all these great people," um, but you know, maybe the person who's listening to us might be qualified to be a guest. And so who are you looking to interview or like, what would they do if they said, well, I want to be celebrated. I want, you know, I'm willing to share some of the things I've learned over my, uh, you know, over my career, which I love, by the way, because I think, you know, you get to a certain point in professionally and you do want to share some of your wisdom, right? You want to share some of those areas where you've, you've learned and and you've like, man, we really struggled with X, but here's how we solved that thing. And so it's an, a real great opportunity for, you know, to, to, to for generativity, you know, to yes. help next help next and, generation. And in preparing for it, you, you, you solidify your own ideas. So I would say anybody with, I'd be like one of the people that I'm going to interview has only been in the role for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but that person has such clarity about their offering that it's worth hearing them. So anyone that's pretty much in the role of being a leader within a real estate organization, being a broker of record, being a managing broker, um, being a real owner of a real estate company or a franchise, that's what I'm looking for. So if you'd like to, I would enjoy it. And the benefit to you too, to the person that is listening and would produce that is that we'll be giving you copies of it and putting it all over the internet. And more importantly, I think this is the biggest bang for your buck is that you'll get a copy of that and you can put it on your recruiting page of your oh, website. Yeah. So people will get to know, like, and trust you before they ever come into your office. And if they don't know, like, or trust you, they're not going to bother you. You're not going to waste your time. So it's almost a pre-qualification because they will get to know and understand your offering and be excited to see you before they ever get there. So for someone who's like, hey, that sounds like me, um, what's the website? Like, where do they go? Like, how do they sign up? How do they schedule an interview? MLSleadership.com slash apply. And they can go through there and there's a process. And we get people really ready for the, the podcast as well. Give them some instructions about how to look good because if, and sound good. Because if they, people can't hear you, they're not going to listen to you. They'll just turn off on the podcast. So just some directions to make it it really rock for them is, um, is part of the process. But it's pretty easy. So MLS leadership show MLS leadership.com yeah. backslash um, apply. You'll be there. Yeah. Um, Myrna, anything else, you know, just on the subject, I know you've been, like I said, you've been doing what you've been doing a long time. And, yes. and I think, you know, you know, throughout the, the, the span, uh, you know, of the show, uh, you'll pop in with uh, occasional wisdom, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else that you'd like to share in episode one? Hmm. Just that 
It is a really lonely place. It's a different business because you can own all kinds of other companies and not have the kinds of problems or challenges and the the serious repercussions if something goes wrong. Um, that is, that's just not common in many other businesses. There's many much easier businesses to run. So this is what I want to have as a net result of the MLS leadership show in, in the in the broker million dollar broker is that people get systems in place so that. They have a bit more peace, a bit more of life, and they get to really enjoy the business because it is a fun gig. It's a really fun gig, but it can it can wear you out. Yeah, and yeah, we want to sure. we want to avoid that wear out capacity yeah. wear out problem. Myrna Seltzler, again, you're the founder of the MLS Leadership Show. uh, And there we go. Episode one in the can. Episode one. I'm excited. (laughs) Can't wait for two, three, four, and so on. (laughs) Yeah. So to our listener, enjoy. You're in for a fun ride. And I think just about all of the growth and edification that lies ahead for the listener as they tune in and hear from all this experience so that they can shortcut the system for themselves. They don't have to make the painful mistakes, right? I think of like the mentors I had early on. And I'm like, man, thanks for teaching me that one. Yeah. Yeah. I just to avoid some of the mistakes and take some shortcuts will be wonderful. Awesome. All right, Myrna. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the MLS leadership show. If you're a real estate broker, owner, or manager, and would like to be a guest on the show, please visit mlsleadership.com slash guest. If you got some value out of this interview, subscribe below and share this on your social media. Hashtag MLS show. Download us in your podcast player right now. Please give us a thumbs up rating and review the show. Share the value you received from listening in. Connect with me via social media. Check out our website at MLSleadership.com and see if there's some ideas you can use in your own brokerage. It's Myrna Selsler with the MLS Leadership Show and founder of The Million Dollar Broker. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.